Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Build Muscle and Burn Fat podcast. Now this was a question that was given to me through emails. Now if you don't know that already, send an email to the email address that's inside the description box below so you can ask me any question that you wish. Now the question actually comes from an anonymous person because they said not to mention their name. What is the difference between a muscle building program and a fat loss program? And I've asked, been asked this question many a times before. And even when I was a trainer 10 years ago, I probably couldn't answer it properly as I would right now. But the reason why this person would probably ask it is there is a lot of marketing out there that this is the bulking program. This is the muscle definition program. And Yes, you can definitely get programs that will give you better attributes in certain areas. So if you have a, you know, a back building program or a V-shaped taper program, the bottle neck program, if that's the thing, or even the hourglass program because it targets certain hips and back muscles, yeah, they definitely exist. But what I'm talking about is fat loss versus bulking versus shaping. To be honest, these are just all the three words that we use as people in the fitness industry to be able to entice you more. And if you would be able to be honest with this, and I do this too, I'm gonna to be very transparent, hand on my heart. If I put a program out there and it said 12 week ladies bulking program, it definitely would not attract a lot of attention. But if I put in 12 week shape your body program, definitely gonna get a lot more attention from females than males compared to the 12 week guns blazing, get bulky and jacked program, which is gonna definitely attract a lot more males and females. So if you didn't get that already, there is absolutely no difference between the two. But don't end the episode right here. What I'm actually gonna tell you is what actually dictates the difference between the results of what you're going to find versus what you're going to get. So. This is kind of why we can give the same program to two different people. And what we can do is see two different results. And to put this in a better perspective, if we had a multiverse where there was one person of you who was gonna do the one program and another person for you in another program, in a different multiverse, and they did the same program, but changed a few things, you can get two different results. So the first one I'm gonna tell you about is going to be about nutrition. The nutrition is what's going to be the factor that will differentiate if you're going to build muscle or burn muscle or burn fat, okay? So what is gonna happen is I'm gonna teach you a little bit about nutrition and what dictates your training program and this is why it's so important to know. For those people out there who don't know anything about nutrition, this is gonna be a great little uh, background and light theory. I'm not gonna go into too much depth. But if you could think about this as yourself lying down in bed, doing absolutely nothing, you still require some sort of energy to be able to you know, basically function so you can still breathe and live. Now, now you need to add on top of that, think of it as a pyramid. Think of it as your, your absolute essentials. Then on top of that, you need to put in what you need to do per day. This could be things like going to work, walking the dog, clean the house, those are the essentials now. We call that your daily expenditure. Now, for certain people, on top of that, you're also going to add training. 
Now training is going to add more calories as a demand. So you need to eat up to these three blocks. First, your essentials when you're lying down doing absolutely nothing. Then you have your daily expenditure when you have to walk, work, talk to people even. That can be very calorically draining. And on top of that, you have your training. Now, let's talk about the person who wants to build muscle or shape their body. Now she start to see some definition. This person here now also has to have a surplus or an extra amount of energy, which we call calories, to be able to actually see changes. So if you're that person who's been a chronic dieter and you're not seeing changes in your body and saying more shape around your hips, your shoulders, your back, possibly even your legs as well, more than likely it's because you're missing out on this phase right here. We're not eating enough calories to be able to actually sustain the demands of what your training is telling you to do because all the calories are going to your first two things, your bodily functions and your daily expenditure. So we do encourage people to be able to find out what this is and you can do this from you know, caloric counters or you can just find out what you're eating and measure it. So I do, two, I do teach two methods on how to do this. You can either do the palm size, fist size and measure your food with your hands. If you don't know much about that, definitely head over to the free Facebook group that I have and the link is in the description box below. And you can definitely ask that question in that group going, hey, can someone please explain to me what this hand portioning method is? Because that'd be really useful for you to know. Now the next one after that is gonna be about counting calories. Can you count calories? Because if you're really good at this, this is gonna make the process a little bit more specific. But if you're brand new to it, it can be quite overwhelming. But finding that number value will also determine how much more you have to eat. So that's gonna be the person who needs to be able to build muscle or so have extra calories so they can start to see changes in their definition in their body as well. So trust me when I say this though, and especially when it comes to me being in the industry for the last 12 years, why would I lie? Most people do not eat enough food, but also they choose really poor selections and sources of food. So two minute packet noodles to fast food, those are not decisions that you want to eat or food selections that you want to have. You want to try and have whole based foods. And to know what a whole based food is, is if you left it out, didn't refrigerate it, it would probably go off. And that's pretty disgusting but that's one of the ways to find out if a food is whole-based or processed. All right, the next one after that is the person who wants to now lose fat. So here's something that you need to do. You need to understand the total daily energy expenditure. And then you also need to know about your metabolic rate, which is what you need to do when you're lying down doing absolutely nothing. Now you should never really go below the number of you're lying down doing absolutely nothing. It's very dangerous if you do it for long periods of time because now your bodily functions are not getting the energy that it requires. So for a person who wants to be able to lose fat, more than likely you are going to be having to eat closer to the amount that you are for your total daily energy expenditure. So this is gonna be food enough on the bottom part of your pyramid so you can lie down and still have your bodily functions and then eating to the same amount roughly of yourself being able to function throughout your day, talking to people who drain your energy, of course. I say it very sarcastically because I love talking to some people. <laughs> and then you also have your walking around as well. And then on top of that, 
This is where we tend to stop a little bit because now you also have your energy that you need to expend when you're exercising. So you're gonna be eating a little bit less than the amounts that you require for exercise. So you're probably thinking to yourself, once again, this makes more sense if you've done this for a long period of time or if you're counting calories with numbers as well. But think about that and think about what actually would happen if you were to eat less than the amount than your body requires throughout the day. Now, if you're an inactive person, you eat a lot of food, you're probably not gonna have a problem. But if you're a person who's severely under fueling yourself and you're pulling a lot of you know, strength to get some training in, start to think about the side effects. This could be lethargy. You're not gonna feel as you know, mood. You're gonna feel very moody, should I say. You're gonna get, you need more recovery time because you don't have enough um, energy to actually do that. So no calories to be able to do that. But you're also not gonna be able to get into training, which once again ties into lethargy. Now this is where most people do tend to go wrong. People tend to do this the wrong way around by trying to gain as much muscle by eating as much food as possible. And then on top of that, people who are trying to lose weight do the exact same thing. They actually try and do it with the least amount of food. And let's try and reverse this pro thought process because especially if you're going to training once again and what the difference is between building muscle and burning fat programs, the thing that actually gets most people the most results is eating food to their maintenance and a slight amount above and a slight amount below. So this means that you're going to be eating food, well, let's put it this way. You're gonna be eating the most amount of food that you can so you can still get fat loss. And then you're gonna be eating the least amount of food that you can to, to still gain muscle. This way you don't get the over amount of gaining fat and body fat. And this way you don't you know, as severely starve yourself when you're going through a fat loss phase. Now, this is one thing that I've been trying to really educate a lot of people on. So if you listen all the way through to this, congratulations, you've done a great job. But I've had clients over time where they just go, why would I wanna do that? And I really would like to be able to get the quick result of losing weight as soon as possible. And although that may be great for them, and I do tell them politely, I cannot train you if that's the way that you're gonna go ahead with it, because it doesn't give them a deeper amount of health or long-term health. Now, it's great that you can look great for the next two or three weeks, but then afterwards, your health completely starts to deteriorate and you start to build negative relationships towards exercise, foods, dieting, and you shouldn't be dieting, but changing lifestyles to the season of where you are now. Because when I was younger, hell yeah, I was able to be able to train hours and prep my food meticulously. But if I was trying to do that exact same thing to where I am right now, being married, having a career, trying to own this business as well, I would have no time to, to do any of those things and I'd just be training and cooking all the time. So being able to find different methods where to get to it. Now, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, and I apologize in advance if you can hear this fly that's doing zoomies around my camera, but if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I highly recommend that you listen to these seven foods to avoid during fat loss and also seven foods to eat to make sure you can gain weight healthily because those two episodes will give you a perspective about your relationship with foods, how much to eat as well, and what to try and target your foods to. So I know this was a bit of a 
kind of a lost episode, but I felt like it was something I wanted to talk about as much as I could without losing everyone out there because not everybody wants to know the biochemical breakdowns of everything because if they did, they'd pick up a very boring book and read it. It's very interesting though, might I add, but I want to try to show you that without having to go through the deep science of it and just understand of how you can implement it in your real life. So if you've listened this far, I want to let you guys know, I am running a very, very exclusive promotion to only my deepest followers and people who've listened, well, all the way through to this podcast. I am doing six weeks of personalized coaching with me for only $97. This is just to celebrate the fact that I am now a newly qualified nutrition coach and I wanna be able to share this knowledge with everyone out there. But there is a catch, I can only do so much because there's only me so far working in this business and there's only me coaching it. So I'm only limiting this to the first five people who have purchased this. So I don't know when this podcast is going to actually release. It might release in two weeks from now. So hopefully the link will still work. I'm gonna put the link in the description box. Purchase that $97 for six weeks of nutritional coaching with me. And it's gonna be personalized to me. And you and I will be chatting through, making sure we can help you and work with your nutrition. Now, you're gonna be sending me food photos. Just know that it's actually gonna be sent from, or from and to me, those messages. No one else is gonna be reading them. It's not an automated bot. It's not a virtual assistant that I have. It's literally me helping you, which is why I have to make sure this is quite exclusive because I am not going to oversell this to dilute my product. I'm gonna make sure and give you the best service that I can and I'm opening it to only you guys listening right now. So head over to the link in the description box, purchase that $97 for six weeks. Don't know how much longer I can offer this for until it's filled out. Hopefully you get in and I look forward to helping you. For everyone else out there, if you enjoyed this podcast, give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me. And also please share it with a friend who you think will find this useful. Take care everybody and keep building momentum.